0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Cave. I'm Robbie. That's Zach. Zach.
1: Hello, folks.
0: I was, I think you guys saw off of my social media page. I was in the happy oh, mood.
1: I okay. to
0: do the show today.
1: Ready. Give me one sec, Robbie. uh My TV, you most not beside me. My TV's at like volume 300 with us going on. You just intro this motherfucker. I'll be back.
0: I got you. Uh, Main reason that we decided to do the show today, Zach was a little bit under the weather yesterday, and um, yesterday was already playing out to be a big show. I'm sure Zach, Zach, I'm sure you want to be a big part of uh, the episode. Uh, yep, on the news. So,
1: yeah, sorry about yesterday, folks. Where, um, where I thought uh, I thought I was going to be six feet under yesterday, folks, for uh, for a few bits. Um, I don't know if it was like a little COVID I had last couple of days or something. Definitely not feeling a hundred percent today either, but. We're um we're bouncing back. We're bouncing back little by little. Um, but yeah, you know what? I'm happy we we're able to move this episode to today, uh, that we both of us be able to part it, because guys, there was a there was a fuck ton that happened in the sports world. So much so that I think I think we should just dive right in this motherfucker.
0: Zach, I, I gotta I gotta get off my chest, man. I have Robbie. to I was in such a good mood, folks, until Brian Cashman had his press conference. Please hold. Alcohol is needed.
1: I'll be having a coffee.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I have to read off everything Brian Cashman said, and adjust your adjust your volumes because I am. Robbie's going
1: to do some yelling, guys. Vivid, I can already see it happening.
0: it pissed. These are all quotes from Brian Cashman's press conferences today, um, and I know we don't we normally went on Leo for baseball. Zach, thank you. I just got to get it out. I got to get it out.
1: Robbie's had a blistering boner for at least the last half an hour. Just thinking about no, well, not a boner. This is me going burning the down. bridge of Brian. You Cashman. know what's
0: funny? He's in the same state as me. I'll go down the Norwalk Connecticut right now and beat the fuck out of him. I've been with the Yankees for these are all quotes by him. I've been with the Yankees for a very long time. Whether it's a good thing for our fans or perceptions or not, I'm proud of our operations. I think we have a great group of baseball people. Brian Cashman pushes back on the notion the Yankees are analytically driven. He says, quote, no one is doing their deep dives. They're throwing. They're just throwing bullshit and accusing us of being run analytically. To be said, we are guided by analytics as a driver is a lie. I do understand it's important to separate what's real versus what's uh, not real. What's just crap, just crap noise versus action items. That's what we're doing. I think we're pretty fucking good personally, and I'm proud of our people. These are all his quotes. Like, I'm not adding anything in. These are all his quotes. Um, Brian Cashman says he believes he's one of the things the Yankees are victimized with trades that didn't work out. Quote, trying to go for it and recalls a trade for Frankie Montaz in 2022 when they couldn't trade for Luis Castillo. He gets a kick out of people pi- uh, pissing on him about the Joey Gallo and Sonny, uh, Sonny Gray trades being bad. Since Joey Gallo left us, who's picked him up? Two playoff teams. Sonny Gray, he's currently in competition for a Cy Young Award. What else does he have here? Brian Cashman says the Yankees need two outfielders. Okay, this is all just going into the free agency. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Brian Cashman, why the Yankees uh, struggled this season. If you don't make injuries a significant reason, it is. You want to say it's an excuse? It's a fact. Uh, And that's it. So basically, folks, what Brian Cashman's doing here is not taking any sort of accountability. Hal Steinbrenner went on and said this season was a complete, utter failure. He says they marked one checkmark, a winning season. Is 82-80 and really a winning season? Are you really fucking clapping?
1: Not if you're the New York Yankees.
0: Forget the New York Yankees. How pissed would you be with the roster the Toronto Blue Jays have currently if they finished
2: 82-80? You'd be asking for answers. Johnny would probably be in the hospital right now.
1: Yeah, I'd have some questions. I would definitely have a few questions to ask Mr. Ross Atkins.
2: Do you
0: think by saying bullshit and fucking and trying to swear is going to intimidate the press or
2: Yankee fans to let us know you did a terrible job? You did a horrendous job. Yankee fans aren't general managers. I get it. I like to say I'm pretty sane as it
0: comes to ideas as a Yankee fan. I'm not going to say the Yankees this offseason are going to get Cody Bellinger, the pitcher from Japan, Shohei Otani, Juan Soto, Josh Hader all at once, because I'm not that type of Yankee fan. If anything,
2: it's going to be Juan Soto or a bus. that's the way I view it. But here's the thing. Here's the fucking thing. How do you go into the offseason? Pitching was not the problem why you got eliminated in the playoffs. It was clearly hitting. You didn't have yeah. one start you stuck by Josh fucking Donaldson. And do you understand why we are pissed at you? You blame it on others. The Houston Astros went most of the fucking year without Jose Altuve and Jordan Alvarez and Michael Brantley. They lost Justin Verlander, traded back for a bag of potatoes. They made the playoffs. I can't stand this fucking old geriatric are you fucking uh, are you naive Uh. didn't you just say that you were wrong everything you did was wrong everything that the Yankees believe in is wrong Aaron Hicks goes to Baltimore hits over 250 what are we doing wrong stop valuing your prospects you haven't had a prospect that's hit Since Aaron Judge, and before him it was Robinson Cano. What the fuck do you think you're doing? Because you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. You go down to New Haven, you find some stupid retarded fucking nerd at Yale, his boogers all day, and run the baseball team for you.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Oh, Robbie, I'm going to have to... You're going to have a heart attack, sir, okay? Please, yes, get that. Maybe a cup of water in you. Holy shit. So I'm assuming if I was a betting man, Robbie, I would say you're on the side of, of getting rid of Cashman?
0: Never. I'll never get rid of him. That's the worst part. <laughs> We're stuck. And then once he retires... Hand it over to some stupid uh, fucking moron. I mean, honestly, but you
1: know what I you know what I find funny? I can see Bob uh so who is it's Steinbrenner is Steinbrenner's the one that would make this decision? Yes. You know what I find absolutely hilarious? So I mean, I don't really know too much about I'm getting into new baseball here, folks, but like the um all the fucking like the the old school owners and managers, whatever they are, I don't really know all of them right there. But I was literally just watching Seinfeld before this. And Steinbrenner is, is quite the character in Seinfeld. And I honestly thought he was just a made-up character in Seinfeld. <laughs> so you learn something new every day, folks.
0: Well, unfortunately, the boss is dead. You know what the boss would have done? Dad, Trevor, you guys play, pay attention to baseball a long time. You think Aaron Hicks and Josh Downson would have been on this roster under George's realm to start off the season? That's the difference between George and Hal. George has a cock and Hal has a vagina. Hal didn't step up until August 27th when it was too late. George would have stepped in at spring training and said, get this son of a bitch out of here. He's
2: fired.
1: By the way, welcome everyone to the show here. I don't know if we uh, welcome other people watching here. Uh, Oh, Trevor, trust me, buddy. That is getting clipped. That is going to get that. that actually right there, Robbie. I'm telling you what that's going to be right there. That's going to be the first ever sports cave TikTok. It's gotta be. Cause that is some of me and Robbie. We're going to, we're going to have a discussion about that. We're going to get, uh, I know one thing we're going to do to grow the show. We're going to start growing some social media page. Right. I know we've been talking about it. We're going to figure out how to edit some videos, post some TikToks, post some Instagram reels of, of our good pal Robbie here, basically having an aneurysm, Steve, maybe even a new intro, maybe even a new intro. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I know Robbie said he wanted to get that off his chest. He was telling me, really, we need to start with baseball because he had some yelling and screaming to do a Cashman. And I I honestly, I think he heard it, Robbie. I think he heard it from where you are. Let me tell you
0: son, dude. Brian Cashman is like 90% of corporate America. He's got a high position. He's the boss. He is a boss. He's, he's like right below the fucking owner of the company. He's the COO. He's the president. He's whatever. He's the type of person that will blame others instead of taking blame themselves. You know, it, it just infuriates me that he can't go out and said my decision to get rid of G or show for Josh Donaldson. Wasn't the right move. We appreciate Josh Donaldson's contributions. Unfortunately, what we were projecting, it didn't come anything close. Um, we're, we're very sorry about Aaron Hicks after his shoulder injury. he never, Lived up to what we expect it to be. We're glad that he's found success in Baltimore and we hope he continues to success. That's what you do. You don't just go out and just like try to make 55 million different excuses. And Ryan, what I mean by the retards at Yale, Mm. what I mean by that, it's the fucking losers who can't pick up a baseball and grip it and throw it properly. And they're the ones trying to run the baseball operations and try to tell them how to make the lineup.
1: I think I'm with Ryan though. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to climb one of Yale' retards. Is, Not what even the janitor.
2: How fucking stupid! This guy is. There was only one left-handed power bat with the shortest porch in all of baseball. If Kyle Schwarber was a New York Yankee, he'd probably strike out 250 times, but he would have 50 to 60 home runs. You yeah. did weren't even interested in. Bryce Harper! It's that Cody Bellinger in the offseason. And the Pubs got him on a fucking discount. Granted, he's probably gone. But for fuck's fuck sakes, you're so fucking. You're blind! You can't see! You're like this! You can't see! You can't see me! You fucking bitch!
1: Trevor, I think that'd be Robbie, who is getting more red. Robbie, you literally look like Larry the Lobster from Spongebob right now. I know how much you love a good Spongebob, a uh, uh, little Spongebob comparison. Robbie, do you do you have anything else you'd like to say about the, uh, about the Yankees? I'm, I'm genuinely getting concerned for your well-being here.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something right now. For all the Yankee fans that have given A-Rod shit for over the years with the way he talked about the Yankees front office, you owe him an apology. You need to handwrite a letter, send it out to Minnesota, send it out to the 305, send an apology letter to A-Rod because he's right about everything about this front office. He's right about Brian Cashman. Ladies and gentlemen, go back and watch the documentary with Derek Jeter where he literally... All his requests was in his first time as a freed for the New York Yankees. His first time. Please, don't let it go public. What does Cashman do? It goes public. Yeah, pretty quickly. Public. Aaron Judge talks about how he going to, to be a big contributor for this offseason for the New York Yankees. And in, in the videos, you can find a brand Cashman. He's complaining about inside and outside sources making up, quote, bullshit it's not bullshit you are a fucking lie when when the police in connecticut pulled you over because they thought you were a criminal
2: they should have fucking tased you because it probably would not there fucking you. sense to your fucking brain
0: zach i ended on this 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 ended on this.
1: this should be interesting
2: If the New York Yankees, you know how passionate I am, Zach. Look at this. Do you see this? Do you see this? I it's am an appropriate outfit to rip them to shreds. Annual you'll meet in your entire life. When I quit on my team in July, there's problems. And I will end it with this, and that's, and that's that. If the New York Yankees are out of the fucking contention in
0: July again, like they were last year, listen to me good. Don't show up. I don't care if those fucking tickets are $5. I don't care if you could do $10 for a fucking $5 seat in a meet and greet with Aaron. Well, you
1: know that's never going to happen. show up. They're going to go there. This isn't the fucking athletics.
2: I do it. You deserve it.
1: Well, unfortunately for you, Robbie, you're never going to stop the fans from going and watching the baseball team play. And before you have a heart attack, why don't I go through? It's free agency time in baseball here, folks. A lot of notable free agents going into this season. (laughs) Robbie's really going through it today, guys. He is really going through it today. Um, But I got a list here, Robbie. Uh, Would you like me? Maybe I'll go over some of the uh, top available free agents here. According to MLB.com, the list of the rankings for the free agents are out. I can go through a couple of them.
0: Good, and I also want to say hello to the following people because I don't think I got to formally say hello. Nope, no. Hello, nope, Steve. Good. Hello, Father. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Trevor. Hello, Miguel. We
1: hello, were everybody. Welcome, welcome.
0: Very fun, loving, comedic time. And, I, and you know what? That'll change. It will all change. It will. But when I hear that cock-sucking, bald-headed bitch Brian Cashman talk, it's like fucking nails on a chalkboard.
1: Yep, Bob, well, we can all agree. Bobby, big Brian Cashman guy. Obviously here, folks, leading the list of the top available free agents going into the 2024, 2023-2024 MLB season. I think we all know number one's going to be it is Shoheo Shohei O'Town-y. Uh-huh. We Whoever get this guy's a generational talent, I'm now hearing that the Texas Rangers are now sliding their name up into that equation to possibly corral them.
0: Well, let's be honest here. Anybody that has money is in. The Cubs are in. The Yankees are in. The Mets are in. The Rangers are in. The Astros are in. The Dodgers, the Padres, the Giants, the Mariners, the Blue Jays. They're all in. If you're the Oakland A's and you're the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Cleveland Guardians, Troy Tigers, you're fucked. Excuse
1: Sorry, me. boys. You guys are not getting the Japanese sensation. He's Japanese, right? Yes. Yeah, he's Japanese. Uh, at number two, Robbie, let's keep this in Japan. MLB has the number two free agent for next season, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Right-hand pitcher, age 25, out of Japan. Just finished off his last career game in that league before the free agency with 14 strikeouts and a 138-pitch complete game. I mean, obviously, at 25 years old, this guy's coming into some sort of a prime of his career. I I don't really know the difference of the jump between Japan to MLB, but obviously it worked for Shohei Otani, so. Baseball. Sorry, um,
0: baseball uh, is smaller than the one in America. Really? Yes, it's easier to fit your fingers on the baseball in Japan than it is America. But um,
1: huh.
0: here, here's a story for you about uh, what'd you say his name was? Uh, y- Yamamoto.
1: Yoshinobi. Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Funny
0: story for you. He had his first career no hitter, and guess who was there? Brian Cashman? Brian Cashman was there.
1: Oh, what a guest, dude. And Brian Cashman
0: told him, oh, yeah, told his fucking agent, it's a great accomplishment. And then the agent goes, we're going to keep it tucked, right? Right? You know what Brian Cashman says?
1: No. Nope. Nope. And now he's coming at number two on this
2: list. You don't say yes?
0: (laughs) I'll be right back. I'll be right back.
1: Okay. I'll go through some more of this here, guys. At number three on this list, we have pitcher Blake Snell. Didn't have a very good start last year, but boy, oh, boy, did he finish off strong. Robbie has a big smile on his face. I don't know what is going on here. Hey, Zach. Are we live? Oh, my.
0: Hi, guys. How's everybody doing in the chat today? Everybody doing well? I'm happy, Robbie. Nice nice to hear from everybody. What's up, Trev? <laughs>
1: Clearly, I'm doing a, a podcast tonight with a crackhead, guys. I think that is what the only way we can describe schizophrenia that we're seeing here. I'm happy, man. I mean,
0: we got we got a big episode in store. We got a lot of things to break down in the NFL. The NBA is underway. Hockey's underway. I mean, we got
2: a lot of breakdown today, Zach, and I'm super excited.
1: Wow, indeed. Well, I was just saying, Robbie, number three on the free agency list for next season, uh, according to MLB.com, is none other than 31 year old left hand pitcher Blake Snell.
0: Blake Snell great asset to have, Zachary. He's such a good pitcher.
1: Oh, my God. Robbie! can you fucking... He looks so gay right now.
0: Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey! No stereotyping. We love everybody.
1: Ah, uh, well, you look gay. Okay? I gotta say stuff for this to snap you out of this little... I don't even know what fucking mood this is.
0: Yeah, and you look like you're dying.
1: That's a piece of shit I'm fucking pushing through for you, and this is I'll the type me. of shit That's I you get. bitch. Number four on the list. I'm sure Robbie off. would love to see this guy on the New York Yankees. They didn't get him last offseason. They have another chance to do this offseason. Cody Bellinger.
0: Um, Depending on the price, yes. I ultimately think he's going to either end up a giant or go back to the Cubs.
1: Well, Robbie, my next question for you is where you see number five on this list. Aaron Nola, right-hand pitcher, age 31.
0: I don't know. This is a weird one. Um, I think the Phillies should do everything in their power to retain him because at that point, all you're going to have a rotation is Zach Wheeler but uh, some teams I saw were the Boston Red Sox. I saw the St. Louis Cardinals. Trevor is saying Cubs, Cubs here. Didn't see nothing about the Cubs. Um, those were the two teams that I saw that pertain to Aaron Nola. Uh, excuse me.
1: Disgusting. Um. Well, the, they need some pitching. I guess Aaron Nola, he would be a good addition to any sort of squad here. Uh, yeah, Blue Jays don't need him. Blue Jays are just fine with their pitchers.
0: Well, think about it. How much money did you free up with hygiene Ryu now the free agent? $20 million?
1: Well, yeah, I think somewhere around that, like 18 to yeah, 20. a free
0: agent, so that's more money that you Chapman's
1: have. Chapman's gone too. Chapman's Chapman, probably gone. That was, I
0: think, like 20 million a year. That's more money you're saving.
1: So we got some cash to spend oh, here.
0: So hey, Otani. Oh,
1: I will go through and the again, top he 10. Take,
0: he would take the DH spot from your fat fucking loser for
1: first baseman. Well, at least he could play first baseman still. All right. <laughs> fucking cocksucker. Thank God we don't. Brian Cashman is our fucking uh, part of our team. I'm going to go through the top 10 here. At number six, I'm sorry, I'm just going to stop at 10 here. Number six, Robbie, another pitcher. It's a very pitching friendly free agency list so far here. Josh Hader, age 30. Don't mention that name again. Sure. Brian Cashman would love to have Josh Hader a part of the New York Yankees organization. Mr. Robbie, at number seven. Do we have another pitcher here, Rob? Robbie, I want to take you take a guess. Who number seven is going to be? He is a pitcher, a starting pitcher, not a reliever. Um, you, his first name can possibly be described as uh, I I don't want to say weather, but like you want to go to the beach on a day like this, sunny gray. Sunny, sunny day.
0: <laughs> what are you talking? It's fucking dark outside. It rained all day in Connecticut. You fucking
1: yeah. I was seen I meant to like you want to go to the beach on a day like this, like a sunny day. Not saying today's sunny day. Another pitcher comes in at number eight here, Robbie. Uh, we saw how uh, much of a key accusation he was last year for the Rangers, Mister Jordan Montgomery.
0: I saw the Red Sox are interested. In That'll make me sick to my stomach.
1: Bob, you better keep Alec Mano's name with your goddamn mouth, motherfucker.
0: He's keeping on his keyboard, you
1: stupid idiot. At number nine, a little bit old, still got some spice left in him, Robbie. J.D. Martinez.
0: Back to the Dodgers.
1: And rounding off the list here, guys, at number 10, from the Toronto Blue Jays, actually. I'm surprised Matt Chapman made this list, but Matt Chapman, they have the number 10th.
0: That's how bad for hc is this year.
1: Yeah, um... Matt Chapman, I, I'm assuming he's gone from the Blue Jays. I don't really necessarily know if I'd want to pay him. His his defense is is definitely top tier. His offense licks my balls. So, you know what? I'd be okay with maybe checking in the minors, seeing what uh, third bases we got down there, and bring them up, see what they can do. That's fair. Um,
0: Trying to find some other baseball things here. Uh, I guess we might as well go over the whole manager process. Uh, Trevor's still here. I'm sure he's probably really ecstatic about the Cubs choice of a new manager. They're moving on from David Ross, and they're going to bring in the Milwaukee Brewers former manager in Craig Council. Craig Council was highly regarded going into this offseason. The Mets looked like they were the favorites from what I've heard on uh, multiple different uh, sources, Twitter. Uh, sports radio was the Mets weren't willing to match the offer sheet, but the Cubs are giving them $8 million a year. The last manager to make over $8 million a year, Joe Torrey with the New York Yankees. Um, damn.
1: Now Trevor's asking, does this uh, nest- Does this mean that the Cubs might be back?
0: Um, The Cubs are back. The Cubs... Damn,
2: damn, I mean, damn,
1: damn. It,
0: let's be honest, Trevor, you saw it yourself. David Ross wasn't a good manager, any form necessary. Um, he was almost like the Brandon Hyde. He got them to the playoff. Or actually, did the Cubs make the playoffs this year? I'm drawing a blank. They did. I make- don't. You, they, they, they did. Playoff. Yes, I believe they did. Wait, no. Wait, hold on. Marlins, Phil Phillies.
2: And that was one other team.
0: They did. Diamondbacks. No, no, no. They wait, Diamondbacks. Marlins? Yeah,
1: Diamondbacks.
0: Yeah, the Cubs didn't make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Right. They did miss out, but they were in the hunt they were in the hunt and a lot of had to do with Cody Bell. Yeah,
1: Trevor said they missed out by one game.
0: But bring back bringing in Craig Console who is a highly regarded coach, um it could definitely push them over the edge. Um what else happened? Stephen Vogt is hired as the 45th manager in uh Cleveland Indians/Guardians slash history. Just retired, I think this year or last year, now manager for the uh Cleveland Guardians. They're going through a rebuild, they're going through a whole different process and they'll be one of the worst teams in baseball. Terry Francona is one of the greatest managers to ever coach the game, and they're going to feel that absence. The New York Mets. The New York Mets are bringing Yankees bench coach Carlos Mendoza. And I thought about it. What's with the New York Mets bringing in, like, former Yankee coaches? Willie Randolph. I mean, Carlos Beltran wasn't a former Yankees coach, but he was, like, an uh, an advisor. After he retired, and then the whole thing, he was supposed to be a manager, and then he got fired afterwards. Buck Showalter, now Carlos Mendoza. Like, what are we doing here? Are you trying to beat the Yankees? What are you keep doing? Keep in
1: New York, baby. Just keep yes. them all in New York.
0: Um, And then there's been reports about Don Manningly potentially going um, to the Milwaukee Brewers. And don't you do that, because I'll tell you what you'd be glad to have Don Magley take over for John Schneider.
1: I actually, honestly, I was, I was actually hoping that was going to happen this year. I mean, you, you know that I'm not a big John Schneider guy. I think he just, even in the playoffs alone, that uh, the one game of, I remember correctly, was a Barrios against the twins when he was pitching an absolute gem, but analytics told him that uh, this was the time he was going to dip dab dive down. So he pulled him out of the game Austin. and we went on to lose that game. So I'm not a big John Schneider guy. Um, but it's like it'll be. if they were going to get rid of him, I thought last year was going to be the year to do it to upgrade Don Mattingly. So I wouldn't be surprised if Don Mattingly packs his bags and pursues some other options.
0: I don't blame him. Um, let's see. Uh, I think that's everything we broke down for baseball right there, Zachary, because if we continue to talk about baseball and, you know, I hear anything about Brian Castro and I'm going to fucking die.
1: The only thing, Robbie, that I would like to mention before we um, get off the baseball topic, okay? And this is coming from a Canadian. It is the end of the era for Mr. Joey Votto in Cincinnati. Twenty seasons as a Cincinnati Red has come to an end. Hats off to you, Mr. Votto. I don't know if this is the last season here. That was if you're if you're done. Does he still have some game left in him? He doesn't really have much game left in him anymore, does he, Robbie?
0: Nah, he doesn't.
1: So it's probably the end of the row for Mr. Votto. I mean, pretty fucking awesome. You're able to stay with one team your entire career. That is, I don't know if that's rare in baseball, but I know that that is extremely rare in any other sport. So hats off to you, Mr. Votto. Hats off to you.
0: Yeah, he he should retire. I mean, uh, he's definitely not the player that he once was, and he doesn't bring in that value like he once could. So I think it's time for him to just lace him up and then take some sort of role with the Cincinnati Reds in the future.
1: Yep. Yeah, that might be time to hang him up there, Joey, but uh, hell of a career sucks. You're going to win one. I mean, I guess when you play our team like the Cincinnati Reds for 20 years, you're yeah, not going to win a championship. Oh. But, Robbie, you know what? Like you said, we've talked half an hour here about baseball free agency. We got some basketball. We got some football. We got some hockey. We have some NCAA basketball. Holy ball sack vaginas. We got a loaded plate here, folks. It's like Thanksgiving here at the Sports Cave. I say we go over some NFL here, Robbie. How would you like to do that? You want to go through some of these games from Sunday? I reckon we shall. All right. Let me pull up some of the scores here for us, folks. Um, so we'll start off here with a Thursday night game, folks. The Pittsburgh Steelers, I, I, a team that I just haven't really picked. up. How yet. do they I win have. games? They, I, I, Their offense is so shit. It's put their defense is so good. Amazing. And that's how they win the games. That's the, Their defense wins them games. Whatever. Kenny Pickett. Shit George Pickens is, huh? Okay, so I didn't really see. What did he do? Oh,
0: well, Kenny Pickett missed him on a crossing route where he was butt-ass naked open. And from that like moment on, you could just see the attitude and the tantrum. Deontay Johnson gets his first touchdown in so long, he runs over to the sidelines instead of celebrating with them. He goes on social media, follow, unfollows the Steelers and amongst players, including Kenny Pickett. Just throwing a big tantrum like a whining bitch.
1: Well, you know what? Can you blame him? The guy's a hell of a receiver, and he's got nobody throwing him the goddamn football. All right, so obviously frustrations. All right, you but know, maybe it's the need of the moment thing, games. which is blowing me away. It is blowing me away that they are winning football games. But they somehow are. They somehow are. I mean, Tennessee Titans. If we're going to be honest with each other, not a very good game. Not a very good team. Sorry, Will Levis did not have the same sort of performance he had the first game he played in. He didn't look. Um, good. Not- but nonetheless, Kenny Pickett, 160 throwing yards. Uh, Jalen Warren, only 88 yards in the uh, rushing, was the leader for them. And they get the job done. They now moved to 5-3, and three, and they're still second fucking place in that division. It's been
0: announced that Will Levis from this point forward will be the starting quarterback with Ryan Tannehill as the
1: backup. I mean that makes Ironically sense, enough,
0: right? Ryan Tannehill came in as a backup. Mario to get hurt and he took full advantage of his opportunity. Now he's back to where he was when they first acquired. The rule him. was. He's on the last year of his four year one hundred and eighteen million dollar contract. So it'll be time to move on. And with that twenty two million that they'll be able to free up, they could possibly use it for receivers, linemen, something. But um this should be a very heavy offense-driven team going into next year.
1: And yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent, Robbie. It'll be very interesting to see what happens to him uh, in the next game, the first game on Sunday, the first game uh, I believe in NFL history played in Germany. I could be wrong on that. Is that am I correct um, about
0: that? Yeah, you're wrong.
1: Okay, they played in Germany before. My apologies. I just took a guess. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, Miami I, I, Dolphins.
0: I, I didn't get a chance to really watch any of it with the four games of softball. Nope. But we
1: thought uh, we we said to ourselves, Robbie, this was going to be the true test of. Are the Dolphins Would a you? fraud team, or are they a good team? Dolphins now six and zero against teams under five hundred, zero and three against teams above five hundred. I'll be it. The teams they have played above five hundred are three of the top three teams in the league, but that doesn't fucking matter. You cannot lose all three of those games. You have got to at least prove yourself in one of them at least and get a W. Right. And, and this was this was their chance. I mean, Kansas City, we we know who Patrick Mahomes is. We know who Travis Kelsey is. Their defense is good this year. But really, other than that, their receiving core is brutal. Their their running backs are mediocre. I mean, Pacheco's decent. There's nothing nothing special. This was their chance to show people that they're not frauds. And what they did was they stuck their dick in their hand and they just jerked themselves off into fraudulent territory. Miami Dolphins are not winning shit this year.
0: Nope. Until they could start being the good teams, no one's ever going to buy stock into them.
1: 100%. And Kansas City Chiefs take that game 21-14, folks. We have another Germany game coming next week, and then we are done with these nine fucking AM football games. Thank the Lord. Wunderbar. LA Rams three Green Bay Packers twenty. Ooh. Now I believe the Rams did not go with Stafford, right? He was not the starting quarterback yes. Brett Ripion was the starting quarterback. Makes a lot more He'll sense now.
0: Longer. He won't be much longer.
1: God no. With uh
0: Ironically, the Los Angeles Rams today announcing they're bringing in Carson Wentz, the guy that they elected not to take in the 2016 draft as they went with Jared Goff. And it's all going to full circle. You know, Jared Goff's now the Lions. Stafford's now with the Rams. And the guy they passed up on is now with the Rams as well.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it has all come full circle. Let's see if Wentz still has a little bit of step in his uh, in nope. his game. I know it's nope. been a while since he's played. I don't think he's getting too much help with this Rams team, but he's nope. got to be a better option than that fucking guy. I, I'm
0: surprised the Giants. I'm. Then again, I'm not surprised the Giants didn't decide to bring in somebody like Carson Wentz because, uh, you know, they're probably trying to take We'll get to them. We'll get to them.
1: We'll get to them. Yeah. In the next game, we got to talk about here, Robbie.
0: Oh, oh sorry,
1: sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: Ryan is right. The Green Bay Packers absolutely. Oh
1: yeah, they like balls. Dude. They are so far. Fu- I- Ryan, I'm assuming you've been a Green Bay fan. Like, are is he a Green Bay fan? Right, I'm assuming you've been a Green Bay fan your whole life, so you've seen some good fucking Green Bay teams. Is this the worst Green Bay team you've ever seen in your entire life? I'll tell you what, Zach. Because you've gone from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love.
0: It's it's an argument on what teams look worse between the Packers, the Giants, and the Patriots. They all look putrid.
1: I like that we use the word "putrid." Now, Trevor's asking how many teams he Wentz has been on. I believe four is the correct answer because it was Colts. Eagles, Colts, yep. Commanders, and then now it'll be the Rams. Yep. yep. Um, but Robbie, this next game I want to talk about here because um, I don't know why I did it, Robbie. I don't know why I did it. I was doing so good in my Survivor pool, and I decided that this was the week. I was going to take the new England Patriots to win a game facing the Washington commanders that had just traded away. There are two pass rushers, two great pass rushers too in Montez Montrez sweat and chase young. And they are unable to get the job in new England, losing 20 to 17 with a late Mac Jones interception to seal the game for Washington and to seal my fate in the survivor pool and to lose my chances of winning $4,500. Open up here, Robbie. Washington commanders, 20 new England Patriots, 17. It has just been that type of season for new England. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. You know what? I, I wasn't thinking clearly. I just wasn't thinking. Uh, They had a chance at the end of the game to to get the field goal. Max Jones was marching it down pretty good. But at the end of the day, they were not able to get it done, Robbie. And I would like to hear your opinion on yet another New England Patriots loss this season. Oh, and we got some more beer coming here. Yep. Okay. Oh, another sip. It's been that type of year for the past fans, folks.
0: Uh, I don't don't know if I can put it into words. Um, It just shows how delusional Patriots fans are trying to blame the game on Juju Smith-Schuster on the ball that, yes, should have been caught. Juju should have caught the ball. Interception. You know what Juju wasn't for 58 minutes, Zach? He wasn't dog shit. This is literally... You know, this was going... Brian Caffin, you ruined this. I I prepare myself for this, but like after rant on Brian Cashman, I'm doing my very best not to spaz out again because you know what? One rant Robbie is good enough. Two is a problem. Two, I will die. Mac Jones. I could throw a football better than Mac Jones. Mac Jones has an arm of a 12-year-old girl. Wow. He throws a ball like a pussy. Has zero. Zip to his throw.
1: You're a bitch, Mac Jones.
0: He's a pussy. And sometimes you're better off playing as you grew up. Mac Jones grew up playing like a fat fuck. Now he's skinny and he sucks. Did you not take notes of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. in Toronto? Sorry, Zach. Sorry. That's some on. Sorry, it's true.
1: Yeah, he was uh, flat. Bad. was was flat. Fat Vlad was better than sort of fla- sort of fat Vlad. Yeah, and is what we have going on Mac right Jones now.
0: Jones is better than sort of skinny. Mac Jones Um, I'm tired of the blame going on Belichick because Belichick has a decent roster around him it's nothing spectacular but Belichick's not the one throwing the football Bill O'Brien's not the one throwing the football this is a Mac Jones problem and it's gonna have to go like this the Patriots have to figure out whether it's gonna be the draft or in the offseason right now trade deadlines passed they can't do nothing to trade for any quarterbacks so these are the only solutions that the Patriots have going into the offseason, Zachary. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be worse than the Carolina Panthers? Probably not. And that's going to be the Chicago Bears pick, and the Bears will ultimately decide what they're going to do. The Cardinals are elected to start Kyler Murray. They probably have a chance to finish below the Arizona Cardinals. The New York Giants are going to go with their third-string quarterback, Tommy DeVito, Italian mobster. Yeah, better be worse than the Patriots. The Patriots will probably be him when they go to MetLife. So ultimately, we're looking at a, a, fifth, a fourth or fifth pick. So Caleb Williams will be gone. Will Michael Penix be gone? Will Drake may be gone? Let's say they're all gone and you're fucked. Well, then guess what? You have no other choice but to go in this direction, in my eyes. Kirk Cousins will probably go back to Minnesota because we've seen how Kirk Cousins is. I don't think he's going to leave Minnesota off in the tour and killies like that. I think he's going to go back two, three years and finish you know, finish out what he can in Minnesota, so there's only one other quarterback you go after. that's going to be available. Do you know who that is? Tyler Murray. Tyler Murray is the only answer for the New England Patriots. I'm sorry, I get that the Patriots don't have that true number one option for Mac Jones.
1: But we got to use the bathroom real quick. A I'm lot of these quarterbacks. The of self, keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah, go do your thing. Go fucking squat and pee you vagina. Anyways, don't you think that a lot of these quarterbacks would actually be Pretty happy with the receiving core the Patriots have on paper. Gasecki, Hunter Henry, Juju before Kendrick Bourne tore his ACL. A lot, a lot of teams will look at that receiving core and be like, we can make this work. We can make some. Imagine this receiving at the Kansas City Chiefs. But then again, you know, you're probably gonna have to, you know, Kelsey, Hunter Henry. So let's get rid of Hunter Henry and Gasecki, and there's Travis Kelsey to go alongside once again with Juju, with Kendrick Bourne before he tore his ACL. Yeah, they would take that all day, every day. My bad. They made Sam Howell. They made Sam Howell look like a top five quarterback in that game. It was fucking terrible. The team is fucking done. The season's over. We're two and seven. There's no hope. So from this point forward, every time they lose, I'll be happy.
1: That's a good way to look at it, Mr. Robert. That's a good way to look at it. Another tough loss for the Patriots. Uh let's move on to this next game, Mr. Robert, because this one we have an NFL record that occurred in this game. Houston Texans 39 with a late heroic comeback backed up by C.J. Stroud, their quarterback, who is looking like a top five quarterback in the fucking league this season so far. That's how good this guy's been goddamn playing. They take down the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 39-37. C.J. Stroud sets the NFL single game rookie passing yardage record of 470 yards, going with five throwing touchdowns in that game. And let me tell you something, Robbie. What a week to be playing CJ Stroud in fantasy football. I just cannot catch a goddamn break. I think he got 50 points or something like that in my league. Just fucking ridiculous. Um, I'm now one in seven or one in eight. I don't know. One in eight, I guess. So um, I think playoffs are out of the equation for me. I'm in last place in my league. Oh,
2: uh,
1: yeah. It's been that type of year for Zach. But I mean, CJ Stroud looks fantastic. Uh let me go through some of the receivers in this team because I believe there was four receivers on the Texans with over 100 yards receiving.
0: I'm going to guess Nico Collins, Tank Dell, Dalton Schultz and the fourth one you can give me.
1: So I was I I was wrong. There was three guys above uh above 100 yards and that was Tank Dell, uh, Dalton Schultz and uh is it Nino Brown and Brown? Noah Brown.
0: Noah Brown. Wow. Former Cowboy. And, yeah,
1: Noah Brown with a with a receiving touchdown, Schultz with a receiving touchdown, Tank Dell with 114 yards and two receiving touchdowns, and Collins, 54 yards receiving with a touchdown as well. I mean, just unbelievable. Well, that- unbelievable game.
0: I think now when teams are drafting quarterbacks, they'll look at Ohio State and say maybe maybe there's a chance because he's the first quarterback out of the Ohio state.
1: And I mean, like look at the, if you're the, if you're the Carolina Panthers, I mean, obviously this is very young in Bryce Young's career, but not only did you not have first overall pick last year, but you traded up a decent amount to get that first overall pick to take Bryce Young to not sit there and watch CJ Stroud, the number two pick in that draft, just basically Make your quarterback look like a retard.
0: Well, I, we, I don't want to go that far because, you know what, I just think that the Texans have a better team built around overall than the Panthers do. I mean, the Texans have been loading up on defense, 100%, teams.
1: but, I mean, the Texans... they got
0: a good offensive line. The only question was their receiving core, and they all grew. They've all grown. They brought in a veteran like Dalton Schultz. They brought in someone that... Kind of looked like Dak Prescott's favorite target in the fourth quarter in Noah Brown, so they made the necessary additions where the Panthers, the only thing he's got going for him is Adam Thielen. DJ Chark fucking sucks. Miles Sanders hasn't lived up. Chuba Hubbard stinks. The offensive line isn't that good. The defense really hasn't bought into this team, so there's not much that Bryce Young could necessarily do. And let's not forget, you know who also had a really terrible rookie year and everyone was shitting on him and now is one of the best quarterbacks in football as the number one overall pick? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, Trevor Lawrence. Give the kid time. Give him time.
1: I, I'm, I'm giving him time, but uh, you know what? If we're talking about him, can we go right into that game there? Because, I mean, I understand he doesn't have much to work with. But, Rob, we're talking about a guy through three interceptions, two pick sixes to the Indianapolis Colts.
0: My defense thinks you. Paula's like.
1: So, I, I don't know. I, I just don't understand. He's He has looked terrible this year. I, I know. I, I The guy's got nothing to work with. In Carolina, he is a dog shit team. Uh, Sucks had to trade their first round pick this year because I don't assume they or I don't think they think they were going to be this bad, but it is not going good in Carolina.
0: Well, I had them finish uh, in our preseason predictions. You
1: yeah, haven't finished last. I think I haven't finished the last two in our preseason, but uh, they drop another one 27 13, the Indianapolis Colts. Gardner Minshew didn't really look that fantastic. Got the job done pretty low. i mean, pretty boring game, low scoring game. Not much for really the offense on either side. Yep. Not really much more to say about that one, Mr. Robert. Yep. Now this one, I'm going to have some stuff to say about. Okay. Oh boy. Now I know it's only against the Arizona Cardinals, but the Cleveland Browns went in that wanted me to go in because it was in Cleveland. Arizona came into Cleveland and just got bent over and butt-fucked. 27-0. Deshaun Watson, still not looking fantastic, if we're going to be honest with one another. Uh, missed a lot of throws. I mean, I, you can attribute to a little bit of rust. It's been in the last couple of weeks. That's a good game to come back in to get your rust off against a shitty team like Arizona. Give yourself some confidence. But that's a big win. I'm I'm happy with that W. Um I was a little bit worried that, you know, classic Cleveland Browns are going to keep it close. But uh, they didn't get the job. They did not keep it close. And let me bring up some more facts about you, Robert, or more facts about this game. I'm going to pull up. Now, I understand that this Arizona Cardinals team was running with a quarterback that has never played a game before. They're missing James Conner. They're starting running back. But they didn't even muster up 80 yards of offense in this game against the Cleveland Browns defense. I'm doing the math. Sorry, they didn't muster up 90 yards of offense. I think that's like 84 if I'm doing the math correctly here. 84 total yards of of offense against this Browns defense. This Browns defense is elite, Robbie. I say week in and week out. They are something special. And a lot like the Pittsburgh Steelers, obviously our offense is a lot better than Pittsburgh Steelers, but this defense wins us a lot of games too, or at least keeps us right there with a chance to win the game. And now with Deshaun Watson coming back, PJ did, did what he had to do, okay? He went out there, won us a few games, looked okay, didn't look fantastic. Now let's see if we can get Watson back to playing some sort of Deshaun Watson football, and let's see where this team can go this year. I still have them making the playoffs. Uh, they did lose a uh, another... Uh, starting tackle Jedrick Willis didn't say it was season ending so that's always a positive sign but uh, didn't even give a timetable for his return so we'll have to wait and see but uh, big job for the Cleveland Browns
0: Ryan would like to know if you had a Brown stain in your drawers watching that game
1: no I did not actually because there was no need to have any stains because it was just an obliteration I was just just excited you know just classic Cleveland Browns football right there a lot of sacks
0: you cream pied your underwear
1: Did not cream pie mandor Robbie? Did not cream pie mandor? That is not very PG for our younger viewers.
0: What younger viewers? Our our demographic is predominantly twenty-two to thirty-five.
1: Well, if any children listening here, a cream pie uh, is not when you ejaculate into a vagina. It's a delicious beverage or a delicious dessert that you have at Thanksgiving. So you can ask your mom actually to make some cream pies for Thanksgiving this year.
2: (laughs) A beverage.
1: That'd be a gross ass beverage. Oh,
2: ah, oh, oh, all right. <laughs>
1: Chicago Bears 17, New Orleans Saints 24 in a pretty close game, actually. Uh the Saints end up do getting it done. The Bears who have actually looked surprisingly not too shabby in the last four or five games. Well, after giving up their second
0: one. round pick to Washington for Montez Sweat, they extend him to a four year $98 million contract extension. $22 a year.
1: Not a bad extension either. That guy's a hell of a baller. So, and I if you're, you're going to trade a second round pick, you got to you got to make sure you're going to get the, the most out of it right there. So, having him for another four years makes that trade more than worthwhile.
0: They definitely got more out of it, seeing how he's not as bad as Chase Claypool.
1: Chase Claypool, yeah, that was a uh, what well. did they trade a second round pick for him. Yep. Yeah, it did not work out very well. Um, but Bears lose another one. Saints win another one. They move to five and four. They're first in their division, but they are. We could both agree, not a very good team either, I don't think. I mean, I don't see the Saints team doing much. That division is just absolutely atrocious. And that is that, Robbie.
2: Yeah,
0: the Bears fucking stink, and until they get Justin Fields back, they aren't really going to compete. By the way, you don't have to really worry about anything Thursday, seeing how I think the Thursday night game is Panthers-Bears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't have to worry about staying up. But then again, the last time the Bears played in a Thursday night against Washington it was a hell of a show that I missed out on, so I don't know yet.
1: Well, let's see what happens. It is pretty funny that I understand every team has to get, um, they have to give every team primetime games, but like really, you make the Panthers and the fucking Bears a time game NFL. Come on.
2: Come on.
0: The top four seeds in college football. Let's view, let's view the two teams that just missed a cut. Number six. The Oregon Ducks.
1: I'm guessing this is breaking news. That's why you did the
0: woo-woo-woo. Number five, Okay. the Washington Huskies. Zachary, who's number four? Who's number four?
1: It's going to be the Ohio State Buckeyes.
0: Number four are the Florida...
1: Oh, yeah, sorry. Florida State, Ohio State's number three is what I meant to say. My apologies. You have
0: Ohio State number three?
1: Well, is this the college football or is this the... College football. Well, because apparently what I was seeing was that the college football playoff rankings don't necessarily... Are the same as the NCAA top 25? I don't know. Because I saw something on Facebook that the first edition of the college football playoff rankings had Ohio State as number one.
2: I
0: don't know. I'm, so what does this list say? Well, who who's number three? Who do you think is number
1: three? I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say number three is gonna be Michigan, number two, Georgia, number one, Ohio State. You got it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. You got it. So, I mean, uh doesn't surprise me one bit, and I'll tell you why. I know I'm an Ohio State fan, but look at the fucking schedule we've had compared to some of these other teams up there.
0: Yeah, you went up against Penn State in Penn State. You went up against Notre Dame, but uh, Michigan will have the first test when they go to Penn State on Saturday. Yep. So maybe they can get themselves up the rankings. And I'll tell you this too, Zach, whatever potential punishments, because it's been reported that the um, it's the Big 12, right? Is it the Big 12 or the Big 10? Conference, Zach. uh,
1: they're the big
0: 10. Big 10 has already told them that there will be discipline, but um, let, let's let's be uh, let's be real here, Zach. With the amount of times that we've gone at these teams and athletes before you know they're proving guilty because they're innocent, like you went at Andrew Wiggins' wife and you called her a horse slut bitch,
1: you made one mistake calling one lady a horse slut bitch and it just sticks with you forever.
0: It's going to stick with you. So until then, Michigan is innocent until proven guilty. But, but actually, uh,
1: while we're talking about that, Rob, do you want to hear something hilarious that I read? Yes. So about this whole Michigan State thing, do you want to know, like, how this kind of all came to fruition, apparently, from what I was seeing on the Internet? A private investigator was hired, Um, I guess, to look into it all. And apparently the private investigator investigator was Ryan Day's dad or uh, brother. Hmm. Uh, he was also a private investigator. So apparently he was the one that uh, first took a look into this and started realizing uh these sort of science stealing scandals that are going on here in the uh, University of Michigan.
0: Which again, we talked about I think uh last time I was on the show where it's like they show a picture of fucking like LeBron James and like you know, they do it like twice and you know a play's coming. So like is it really science stealing in college football? You know what I mean?
1: I don't understand it either. I mean, if you're going to the game, you're going to the game. So it doesn't really make much sense to me why uh like how they're going to call that cheating. I guess if you look at it, like, well, not every team has the funds to send guys to fucking go scout all these, all these, uh, players and shit, or all these, uh, play calls, whatever you want to call them. But I mean, it's not really like he's stealing. He's just kind of doing his research, I guess would be a better way to say it in my opinion. And that's coming from an Ohio state Buckeyes fan. So I fucking hate Michigan. And I don't think the guy should be accused of stealing signs in my opinion.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Um, I think we we're still breaking down NFL games. So yeah, break-
1: yeah, there's still a few more games left. Robbie we will purr through these puppies here. Let me just pull them back up. Next on our list here, Robbie. Um, well, this makes my Cleveland Browns loss to the Seattle Seahawks look pretty bad last week or just makes the Baltimore Ravens look like the clear and out best team in the AFC North. Baltimore Ravens pummeled the Seattle Seahawks 37-3. to Geno Smith has not looked anything like Geno Smith the last season. Do you know what Lamar
0: Jackson's record is in his career against the NFC? I
1: was like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 15 and two
0: in 19 games played. So that's 17.
1: Okay. I'm going to say 16 and three, 18 and one. Damn. That was fucking pretty close.
0: That's fucking insane. So if they ever make it to the Super Bowl, I'm putting all my money on the Ravens.
1: Yeah. Bet on the Ravens.
0: Um, I told you, Zach, the Ravens' oh. defense. I know that the Browns have a very, very good defense, but I will take the Ravens' defense any day over the Cleveland Browns. They are just absolutely absurd. And is Gus Edwards a must-start now in fantasy football?
1: Well, the guy's putting up points left, right, and center. I'm a little bit pissed off. I didn't, uh, I didn't pick him up in uh, the fantasy waiver wire when he was available there, but uh, he's making me eat those words right now. He's having a hell of a season after did You know eight for reason, uh, fucking loser. What'd you say to me, you pussy bitch?
0: I said you're 1-8 for a reason, you fucking loser.
1: Why don't you suck this big juicy dick? All right? Why
0: don't you suck $4,500 away?
1: Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. Yeah, last time I bet on some fucking shitty fucking franchise, like the shitty New England Patriots, with Mac Jones, a certified Special Olympian, as their quarterback. Six rings. Six rings. Baltimore Ravens 37, Seattle Seahawks 3
0: you had RG3 as your starting quarterback one year, you fucking losers.
1: You better take that back. Nope. It's all right. Who did you have last year as your starting quarterback for a little bit? Jack
0: Jones, Bailey Zappi.
1: Oh, what year was... uh? Who, what was Cam Newton there?
0: 2020. They finished 7-8 and eight, or 8-9. Eight, yeah, Shit. Seven well, and this eight.
1: next game, Robbie, I mean... Um, who would have thought that this quarterback would be better than Mac Jones this year? Not this guy. Joshua Dobbs making his case with the Minnesota Vikings in a game where no one thought he was going to step in and play, takes over and wins this game for the Vikings. I mean, the guy looked fantastic. You know what I just noticed? What?
0: You're still signed in to my Zoom account because I'm looking at my name it says Robert Clark, and looking at your name, it says Robert Clark.
1: Oh, oh that's okay. Well, I have to sign out of the Zoom here. It's, uh, you're Zooming with yourself today.
0: <laughs> um,
1: what was I going to say? Uh, Josh
0: Dobbs, who was acquired Tuesday at the trade deadline, didn't know a single wide receiver's name on their team. Didn't take a snap at practice whatsoever. On the sidelines, had to teach starting center his QB cadence. Yeah. Goes in. It takes out Taylor Heineke and the Atlanta Falcons. And you know what, Zach? If you're a Jets fan, you're looking at this and you're probably pissed.
1: Well, especially for how cheap it was to acquire him. It's like, why not just take a shot? With how bad Zach Wilson's looked, why not just take a chance?
0: And you know what? If The Jets end up losing out. The, and, and here's the thing with the Jets. At this point, <clears throat> I'm giving Robert Silas so much slack here because Robert Sala wasn't hesitant to sit Zach Wilson last year if they were 5-2 and two under Zach Wilson. They were 5-2, and two, and he wasn't hesitant to sit him because he knew he wasn't the reason they were winning football games. Now, it's almost like he's untouchable. You're not sitting him. Uh, he's got to play. He's not fucking losing his spot.
1: It, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like, absolutely I don't, I don't no sense to me Joe at all. Doug-
0: I don't think it's a general mander for the Jets in here. I think it's Joe Douglas. I don't think it's Aaron Rodgers. I think the owner, Woody Johnson, is so like set in stone on this guy has to work because we took him with the number two pick. Let me tell you something, folks. Sometimes the lottery don't work. Sam Darnold, who they should be widely familiar about, would do way better than Zach Wilson, by the way. It didn't work. Uh, Baker Mayfield with Cleveland, it didn't work. Uh, Josh Rosen, it didn't work. Marcus Mariota, it didn't work. James Winston, Trubisky? it didn't work. Mitch Trubisky, it didn't work. Sam Bradford, was good for two seasons, but then it didn't work. Tim Tebow, top 15 pick, it didn't work. Jamarcus Russell, it didn't work. Brady Quinn, it didn't work.
1: Oh, wow.
2: McCoy, it didn't work.
1: So, yeah, as Lynch, you can hear. It didn't work. Um... Now, one thing, Robbie, I will – actually, we're, we're, we're talking about this in the quarterbacks here. There is a, a some bit of sad news coming out of the Minnesota Vikings camp from this game. Um, the guy made a massive, massive, massive block on Josh Dobbs' first down play in late in the fourth quarter, which really gave him that chance to go for the winning touchdown, which inevitably they end up getting a win of the game. Mr. Cam Akers tore his Achilles that game, another torn Achilles this year. He'll on, be out for the I'm season on
0: the other on the
1: other leg. So it's a second That's torn Achilles in his career now. That's
0: four torn Achilles in the NFL this year.
1: Yeah, They're not not good
0: quarterbacks. Not good, folks. And, and unfortunately, and what's the, what's the, what's the common
1: denominator, Zach? Turf. Turf
2: field. Uh,
1: very sad news coming out of Minnesota. Um, a lot more hands or a lot more touches not coming Madison's way. That is a guarantee. He looked great last game. Uh, but they're going to miss Cam Akers, especially now. No Jefferson, no Kirk Cousins. I don't know when Jefferson's coming back. I feel like he's got to be somewhat approaching a recovery.
0: I, I almost feel like they wanted to hold off on Jefferson, but at this point, it looks like they're not going to have any time to do so. They're going to have to bring him back. They're going to try to make a hunt for the playoffs.
1: Well, they Josh uh, Jobs
0: just went to the Super Bowl and won it this year.
1: Well, I mean, Jesus Christ. It would be like fucking Nick Folk. Nick Folk. Folk. I don't know what's that. Folk's a kicker, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is the kicker. You I'm, still,
1: I'm still sick, okay? My brain's a little foggy. I'm doing this for our beautiful fans Mark, and Bob. Why
0: don't you show them your fucking tits then?
1: No not- Giants <laughs> six, the Las Vegas Raiders 30. And if we are keeping it in the injury conversation, <clears throat> we have another no contact injury. Was this one on turf, Robbie? No oh, grass, grass. Okay, so thank God. This one was on grass, leads. least. Daniel Jones, quarterback of the New York Giants, just ended their entire season because he has now torn his ACL. Um, getting tackled by an invisible ghost out there in the middle of the field. Didn't really look like much, folks, but really that's all it takes, I guess. These guys are putting these joints and ligaments through strain week in and week out. And if it's not taken care enough, that's how easy it is to snap an ACL. So Daniel Jones will be out for the rest of this season. Um, still no Tyrod Taylor for them either so Mafia man fucking Tommy fucking DeVito is going to be making the step up and the New York Giants might not win another game this season
0: they probably won't and do you know what the spread is right now because they're facing off against Dallas would you like to guess how much Dallas is favored
1: by 13 and a half is my guess 13
0: and a half I will leave a few minutes here for our audience mainly my father unless he actually knows the spread if you know the spread please do not put it in the chat if you already know what it is but I do know what it is from what I heard on the radio this morning, and it could have changed. So I'll tell you what. What I will do is go to the ESPN app. I will allow okay. people I just
1: I just saw it myself. So shut the fuck up. I'm off. not gonna say it. I'm my not gonna say it. Fucking, I just saw it. That's what I thought,
0: because it was my my thing to make there. So shut your fucking face. Um, let's see. I want to make sure it hasn't changed. It has changed. Well, no one's making a guess, so I'll just tell you. The Cowboys are 16 and a half point favorites against the New York Giants. And
1: Robbie, I'm probably going to take them on the minus on that. I think I might, too. <laughs> I mean, they're going to destroy this Giants team with that defense too. Tommy DeVito is the quarterback. They're not getting a fucking touchdown. They're not getting a uh, they're not scoring any points. It's going to be the 15. Cowboys. I'm going to say that right there.
0: Tommy DeVito. Who's
1: Maybe Saquon be- Barkley will get him in field goal range a couple of times. They won't get anything more than six. They'll get two field goals.
0: I might start sitting Saquon in my leagues.
1: So I'm getting some trade offers of Saquon, Robbie. I got offered Zach Moss and Curtis Samuel today. I got offered Zach Moss and Allegier or today. And I'm like, I do I I kind of want to do it because I agree with you. I think this offense is going to be so crap that Saquon is just not going to be Saquon Barkley anymore. But I also feel like I could still just get a little bit more.
0: Yeah, good. Zach Moss and Tyler. Come on,
1: man. I know. I know. That's why I said. Um, but yeah, Robbie, uh, Giants lose another one, Aiden O'Connell. I think that was his first official start, right? Am I wrong about that?
0: Uh, correct. And he looked pretty good. The, uh, we, uh, they look a lot looser in Vegas, don't they?
1: Well, yeah, the sec. So actually, yeah. Funny enough. You mentioned that they fired Josh McDaniels. This team had never scored. What was it? 21 points this season. They hadn't gotten over 21 points in a game. They fired Josh McDaniels and they go and scored 21 points in the first half with Antonio Pierce as their new interim head coach. Um, For everyone that lives under a rock and didn't hear all the uh, chitter-chatter about what happened in this locker room, apparently they held a meeting uh, where all the players essentially voiced their displeasure to McDaniels, kind of just telling him what he's doing wrong with the team, um, to which then Pierce brought up the year when he won the Super Bowl with the New York Giants against a team that Josh McDaniels was a part of the coaching staff with. Uh, the New England Patriots. Uh, and I guess apparently Josh McDaniels didn't like that very much, went at Antonio Pierce and got fired a couple days later, long overdue in Las Vegas. They've looked horrible. This will show that cut loser of an owner. They have that he should have fired him a long time ago.
0: You are correct, Zachary. Everything that you say there is absolutely true. Um, it goes to show that Josh McDaniels has been unsuccessful outside of the Patriots. I'm not going to say and Tom Brady because when he was the offensive coordinator for the Patriots and Mac Jones, they went 11-6. and six. Um, I
1: don't know not work out Raiders, for him I don't know what the
0: Raiders are going to plan to do at the end of the season, but from some reports I said, the person who's got the biggest impact for their next head coach, Tom Brady, minority stake owner. They're saying Tom Brady will have a lot of say in who the next head coach will be, and not for nothing, I don't see it as a bad thing. Bruce Arians couldn't get the job done with any team that he's coached for all those years. He went to super bowls for, you know, with Tom Brady. So, uh,
1: well, obviously Tom knows a thing or two about football. I mean, if this, I mean, obviously it's just one game. It's a small sample size with the interim head coach, but if this team rallies around this guy this much, and this is some sort of a momentum changer for this year, I, I think they'd be pretty stupid not to bring this guy back at least for next season to see what the hell he's all about. So, um, uh, let's move on, Robbie to, uh, what was probably, actually not probably, what was the game of the weekend? And guess what? Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Bob, close your ears because you guys lost another one to the Eagles.
0: Guess what, Zach? I was so fed up with the Patriots game that I really wasn't paying too much attention to the football. In New York and Connecticut and New Jersey. And Nevada. We all got to watch Giants Raiders. <laughs> Every other state got to watch Eagles Cowboys.
1: Which is ridiculous that the fact that the Giants and Raiders was even a fucking TV option over the Eagles versus the Cowboys. That is ridiculous.
0: I got to see the final two minutes, which was the most saying two minutes ever.
1: Well, so I, uh, like I said, Sunday was kind of the first day I was kind of not feeling very strong whatsoever. So I, I was just kind of resting all day to be honest with you. I watched a bit of the Browns game, but then it was just sort of a nap day for me. Uh, so I unfortunately did not get to watch too much of this game, but, uh, The Cowboys are right there. They had a chance to win this game. (coughs) Dak Prescott, we have to give credit for credit to Robbie. The guy had a hell of a game here, stats-wise anyways. 374 passing yards, three throwing touchdowns, zero interceptions. He did everything he could to win that game. Um, Oh, and Bob is now blaming it on Dak. Two mistakes Dak made, fourth and goal from the two, and throws a one-yard two-point conversion, his foot barely out of bounds. Well, that's a classic Cowboy fan right there, Rob. Even when your quarterback plays the game of his career, he's still at fault for losing to a team like the Eagles.
0: Yep, always. Um, It's just the common denominator with the Cowboys is that they're always just inches away. Inches. Ferguson had a catch that was just short of the line in the two-point conversion. Um, The one thing I will say that was struck that Dak did, I don't care how open they are, Ahead of the goal line when it's the last throw of the game, you got to get that ball into the end zone, regardless. You'll live at the interception, and CD Lamb catching the ball at the one yard line, getting tackled.
1: Yeah, it's a heartbreaker. It's a (laughs) Bob said, not blaming him, just stating facts. You fucked hard, Bob. I don't know where all this hostility is coming from. Okay. All right. I was just pointing out the fact that your fucked hard of a quarterback actually played a good game. Okay. Doesn't mean. That he's not still a fucking turd, though. Okay, you're right. I still do think Dallas Cowboys are uh, third best team in the NFC. I'll put them there because San Francisco—they've gone through some problems. They're still better than Dallas.
0: Mm, fourth.
1: Fourth best. Do you think the Lions are above them?
0: Number three, the sexy Lions. Rawr! Number two, wow. the Philadelphia Eagles, number one, the San Francisco 49ers. And Zachary, when you start saying the Detroit Lions, I might be stealing off a of DPH or Rotherberg, but it's just a great stick. The Detroit Lions. Roar!
1: Well, that's what we're going to do now. The Detroit Lions. Roar! Roar! Philadelphia Eagles 28. Dallas Cowboys 23. They take him down for the second time this year. They have a chance to meet one more time. Rob will the third times be the charm for this Dallas Cowboy team. We will find out possibly in the playoffs. You say third time's a charm? Yeah.
0: We might see a third time in the playoffs. We'll see.
1: That's what I said. I said if they were going to meet, there's a possibility they could see for a third time.
0: Oh, boy. Here we go. Now the chat's going to start getting spicy after Ryan's comments.
1: (laughs) Someone put Bob's liver (laughs) on Jesus Christ. Here we go. Uh, moving on to the Sunday night game, folks. We've got two more games here to talk about in football before we make our change over to another sport here. Buffalo Bills lose it in Cincinnati.
0: No one died during this Jesus game.
1: Oh. 24-18 in DeMar Hamlin's return to Cincinnati. I don't think he played a snap. If I am I believe I'm correct about that. Um, obviously a very emotional game for him, so it doesn't surprise me. I don't think his head really would have been in the football mindset going back in that stadium. Uh, A year after what happened to him there. Uh, But the Bengals get it done again. They have really shaken off the dust from early on this season. Joe Burrow has looked absolutely fantastic.
0: But they could have suffered a potential big injury with Jamar Chase in his back.
1: Jamar Chase Chase did go down with the injury. Which makes me um, a little excited to have Boyd in fantasy football because maybe he'll actually do something for me now. I got Boyd in. Oh, nice. Steve and Ryan are just are just going at Bob here. But uh, Buffalo Bills, they lose a tight one here. They move to five and four, Bobby. They're still on the outside looking into this playoff picture. Obviously, I think we both have Buffalo Bills making this playoffs, but I mean, if it keeps going like this, they obviously Bengals are a good team. It's, can't be too upset to lose a team at Cincinnati Bengals, but they have had a lot of very questionable losses this year. Uh, a few more of those is really going to make it exactly one against the Patriots. A few of those is really, really, really going to put a hindrance on their playoff opportunities here. And that would be a darn shame if a team as good as the Buffalo Bills missed the playoffs. <laughs> These guys are going crazy. You're
0: waste the taxpayers' money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Bob, I'm sure you're going to like this one, because now you can go at Steve nice and hard here. Pause. L.A. Chargers, 27. The New York Jets, backed by Zach Wilson, 6. MetLife got taken over by the Chargers on Monday night, Robbie.
0: Do you know how many offensive touchdowns the Jets have had this season?
1: We're in week 9. In week I'm, I'm going to say 11. 11. Um,
0: I'll give the chat a little bit of chance to... Uh... To respond here, Zach says 11. So is it the over or is it the under of 11? So we're basically getting our answers from my father, from Steve, and from Ryan. Over and under, 11 offensive, offensive touchdowns. touchdowns. Not, not combined, offensive. Um, The game, I'm glad I didn't watch. I saw Austin Eckler going for a touchdown, and from there I was kind of happy because I was in a tight matchup, and I was very tired. And I honestly turned on the Brooklyn Nets game because it was a close game between the Bucks. We'll probably get into that later. Um, I just don't get, if you're going to have Zach Wilson drop back 49 times, why there wasn't a single player where he could throw the ball deep. One thing that really impressed scouts across the NFL was his arm. And this guy is like very limited. If you, you know, I get that he's not that good, but like, his strength is his arm. Let him fucking zip it downfield. Not for nothing. Has there been anything impressive by Zach Wilson this season other other than the the 27-second drive against the New York Giants where k Thibodeau basically game the game with the offsides? No, not really. No, nothing. The game is like if you're watching the game, Zach, at that point, the Chargers are like, all right, you know, we don't mind doing a three and out. Let's see Zach Wilson try to beat us. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do The Chargers, Justin Herbert had like 140 yards passing. Austin Eckler had like 40 yards rushing. And they lost by three touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. It
1: wasn't even a very good offensive game for the Chargers either. Like you just said, yeah, they still were able to p- just pummel them.
0: So, Zachary, you said 11. They're not answering, so I'll let you know what it is. This season, through nine weeks of football, the New York Jets offense has
1: eight Total touchdowns. Offensive total touchdowns. Wow. Steve, that is embarrassing, Steve. I I, I got to tell you, that is embarrassing right there. How Like. Oh. Um, There is something we did forget to mention to Robbie. When we we're talking with the Eagles and Cowboys. Eagles are going to be losing their tight end for the foreseeable future. Fractured his forearm, I believe. Goddard.
0: And I literally made a trade in fantasy.
1: Goddard got hurt. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, I know what you mean. I think it was last Tuesday or Wednesday. I made a trade in one of my fantasy leagues. I had Dallas Goddard, or I had TJ Hawkinson. I traded for Dallas Goddard and DK Metcalf, and now that's not looking good because I don't have a tight end.
1: Yeah, not looking too good. Not looking too good, Robbie. But that is, uh, that's all the games from Week Nine in the NFL football, my friend.
0: I reckon you are correct, and I also am trying to think if we missed on anything else in the NFL as it pertains to news. And as I'm thinking here. I think we touched all bases, and folks, we're going to be back in two days, two short days, to talk week
1: 10 picks. Mm. It's going to be a short break from the sports game for you fuckers, Robbie, but you know what? Can we uh, let me let me purr through this NHL news we have here, Robbie, because we actually Oh, yeah, fond- that's right.
0: Dallas oh. yeah, signed well, sign a wide receiver today.
1: Uh, what receiver did they pick up?
0: Former Pittsburgh Steeler martavius bryant
1: oh is that the guy that uh yeah i was gonna say that's a guy hasn't played in like fucking six years five years so what the fuck are we gonna expect from this guy nothing i mean jesus christ what a weird pickup
2: yeah very weird
1: classic cowboys move bob (laughs) yeah it's
0: like oh who's a name oh let's go get this guy he has a name brandon cooks trash
1: ah but robbie it is it is it is NHL hockey time, baby.
0: I can't wait for this. I'm honestly um, ecstatic for this. Also, Zachary, I might go see my first NHL game this year.
1: Oh, and who would that, where is that going to be? January 11th.
2: January, January 11th. In, in New York, York
0: City. City.
2: Thursday. Thursday. Night. Night. The, the Toronto Maple Leafs will be taking on the New York Islanders,
1: that'd be a bad game to go see. I am a little bit pissed off on myself that I was so sick yesterday because I had chances to go watch that Toronto Maple Leafs Tampa Bay game last night, which ended up being an overtime thriller. Oh, yeah, for how sick I was feeling, I probably would have left after that first period, so probably is a good thing I didn't go.
0: Yeah, um, Uh, why I'm going to the Islanders Arena and not the Rangers.
1: Uh, because the price difference is probably
0: $150? Two things. The prices, and number two, fuck Jim Dolan.
1: Well, there you go. Jim Dolan, lick our balls. Yep. Um, But if we're talking about incredible hockey players here so far, this, folks, we have got to talk about Austin Matthews. Because this man, Robbie, this man, this individual As is more possessed. Than one team. He is possessed this year. He is now up to 13 goals in 12 games for the Toronto Maple Leafs this year, Robbie. He heard what you said. The San Jose Sharks, as a team, through the first 11 games I believe they played in the season so far, have 12 goals total. He He heard the offseason,
0: motherfucker. He heard you. He heard you. He
1: damn right heard me. This man is going to score 70 this year, for fuck's sakes. He is going to score... 80 this year. I don't think he's actually going to score 80, but I honestly do think it is a legitimate possibility that he could score fucking 70 goals if he stays healthy. If he keeps putting the puck on the net like this, it's ridiculous. Every game he's getting 15 chances to score. Sheldon Key finally yesterday made the move. I've been asking for it all year to try Matthew Nye's on the first line with Marner and fucking Matthews. They put him up there last night. He looks fantastic. He gets three points. Marner gets three points or four points. Matthews gets two goals and an assist. Their line controlled that whole game, minus the, third, minus the first period, and got that win for the team. I'm, this nice kid looks ridiculous, too. Nylander looks ridiculous. It's it it's exciting for the Toronto Bay Police. The only downside I'm seeing so far We're right attending. now, Robbie, Ilya Samsonov, man, I don't know. You want to know what I think it is, Robbie? He went through arbitration this offseason, and I don't know if you know a thing or two about arbitration, but basically you have to go into court and your team has to essentially tell or not tell you to your face, but tell this judge, the arbitrator in front of your face, the reasons why you do not deserve to make the money that you want to make. So basically they go in there and say, he sucks at this. He sucks at that. He sucks at this. He sucks at that because they want to pay you the least amount possible, whereas you want the most amount possible. So I'm starting to think that he's maybe selling- a lot of the shit that was said might have gotten to his head a little bit. And maybe he's lost all confidence because he does not look anything near the Ilya Samsonov that was guarding this Maple Leafs net last year.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. They could go pick up a former Toronto Maple Leaf that just hit the waivers in Jack Campbell.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what? We're actually going to get into that right now. I just I had to bring up Austin Matthews just smashing goals this year. 13 goals through 12 games. Keep it up, Poppy. Oh, man. News coming oh, out of Edmonton call, here. Could
0: you, could you call him Daddy?
1: No, that's actually his nickname is Pappy. I think you are going to call him Daddy. <laughs> Fucking, I'll call him Daddy when he wins me a Stanley Cup. Then I'll call Austin Matthews Daddy.
0: Will you go to Toronto in the parade and jump onto the, the duck boat bus and suck him?
1: No, I will not suck his cock, Robbie. All right, would you have taken Durant's nine-inch BBC in your little butthole if he won you a fucking NBA championship? Possibly, but we'll never know. That's my co-host, guys. Like I said earlier, gay. Lana (laughs) Rhodes did it. Yeah, Lana Rhodes is a dirty whore of a porn star.
0: Oh, my God! She's a beautiful woman. You watch your language.
1: And who gets paid to get fucked. She's a whore, okay?
0: Doing, she's doing life
1: right. Uh, but, Robbie, speaking of Jack Campbell and the Edmonton you, Oilers, you brought it up. I love you, Lana Rhodes. <laughs> Jack Campbell was the big free agency accusation for the Edmonton Oilers last offseason. season. <clears throat> got him to a five-year, $5.5 million contract, I believe. I think it was a five times five and a half, maybe a five times five, somewhere in that area there. <clears throat> um, And boys and girls, he just got sent down on waivers today. I don't think any team's going to pick him up either. I think he's going to be dropping down to the AHL. Uh, can you fucking
0: stop? I'm sorry. That's what Edmonton Oilers fans are doing. When they saw him on the fucking ice. So I might actually see him in Hartford one day then, huh?
1: It has been horrible goaltending for the Edmonton uh-huh. Oilers this year. Yeah. And Jack Campbell was, I mean, he's been half the problem. The Stuart Skinners looked awful too, but Stuart Skinner's a lot younger, a lot more promise. They sent Campbell down. It looks like all signs are to Calvin Picard, their AHL goaltender, to be called up. Uh, I don't even think Calvin Picard is the best out of the two AHL goalies they have. I cannot remember the one guy's name. It's like Oliver Rodrigo or something like that. Um, this kid's put up some pretty fucking nasty numbers um, in his AHL career so far. He's young. I think this would be the time to bring him up and give him the shot, but it doesn't look like that's what they're going to do because we are, in fact, talking with the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, and let's let's talk about this Edmonton Oilers team, Robbie. They uh, are now going to be playing on Thursday night in the battle for last place in the entire nhl that is right you heard me correctly the edmonton oilers the team that me and robbie both had picked to win their division I have had now started two seven yeah robbie had them winning first place in the league which i mean they keep losing games like this they are not going to do that at all but they moved to two seven and one terrible goaltending mcdavid's getting frustrated it, it, it is horrible horrible this year in edmonton
0: I'll trade them William Nylander and whatever necessary for Connor McDavid right now.
1: Yeah, I would love to do that too, but they're not never going to give up on Connor McDavid. Um, but give again, up they... On fucking so,
0: Wayne Gretzky, so anything's possible.
1: Well, if that was that was way way back in the day. There, there won't be a trade like that ever happening again. We'll I just think they did it because their back was against the wall. Um, but Edmonton Oilers, yeah, they drop another one to the Vancouver Canucks. I believe that's the third time so far this season they've lost to Vancouver, a team that not none of us thought were going to be pretty good. It's turning out to be, I mean, honestly, Robbie, so far at this season, the Vancouver Canucks have been the best team from Canada. There, there hasn't been a better team from Canada so far this season than the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, well, the Leafs have looked too particularly. No, it's obviously early on. We're, we're getting into the full stride, but Elias Pettersson, you can make a case, has been the best player in the NHL so far this season. I mean, he's getting the nope. points. Nope. No. Who's been better than him?
0: Jack Hughes before he got hurt.
1: I thought so, too, but I mean, I'm saying you can make the case. Elias Pedersen, very arguable, has been just as good, if not better, than Jack Hughes because Jack Hughes obviously has the very – he's got the skill. He's got the vision. Elias Pedersen also has the skill and the vision, but, Robbie, he's showing this year that he also has the grit. He's been laying guys out all over the ice this year. Well,
0: as long as he's not putting his blade to
1: people's throats, we're good. Jesus Christ, Robbie. For fucking crying out loud. A man died last week. I
0: know. I know. So he's not a dirty scumbag.
1: Elias Patterson, as of right now, by the way, too, Robbie, is leading the NHL in points with 21 points. Uh, Plus minus is just filled up with Vancouver players so far this year, which is surprising. Quinn Hughes has just looked fantastic. He's right up there for the league leading points. Vancouver might be a legitimate hockey team this year, Robbie. Obviously, it's a little bit early to. I was going to say, what did you say? It's too early in the season. It's too early. To, to be to be going all in on them, but uh, th- this team is definitely looking like they're going to be a certified playoff team so far this year. Stop. Um, it's early, bro. Stop. I'm just telling you, Robbie, they keep playing like this. You're getting this play from JT huh. Miller. You're getting this play from Pedersen. You're getting this play from Quinn Hughes. Hronick, who did fuck all in Detroit, comes in and is now one of the top assist getters in the league so far through 11 games. Tuesday. And 11 games to me is a decent, enou- decent enough size of a sample size to where you can kind of start formulating opinions on teams.
0: Tuesday, November 7, 2023. Barring any injuries, everything works out perfectly. Will the Vancouver Canucks make the playoffs? There's no, it's too early. It's yes or no.
1: Yes. Yes, they will.
0: Listen, folks, Zach's the hockey analyst here. Whatever he says, I guess you should rock with. Zachary has the Vancouver Canucks making the playoffs this year.
1: I do, um, because realistically, and I'll tell you another reason why I had to make the playoffs, Robbie, their division... Not very good this year. Okay. Vegas Golden Knights. Unfucking believable. Obviously, you, you they're yeah. gonna win that division easily. Besides them, the Kraken you got the, the LA Kings. You see I'm cracking out? The Kraken haven't looked good. <laughs> oh. Kraken have looked terrible. Flames have looked terrible. Sharks have looked terrible. Ducks have looked terrible. Kings have looked pretty good. And the Oilers have looked terrible. The Oilers well, obviously right. could turn it around.
0: Are the San Jose Sharks going to win a game anytime soon, bro?
1: San Jose Sharks are now 0-10 and 1. Let's you know what, Robbie, let's play when will San Jose get their first win.
0: All right, let's look at the schedule. I'll get the schedule on. I got it. I got oh,
1: Robbie, it. Robbie, Robbie. The San Jose Sharks will get their first win tonight, Tuesday, November 7th, when they take on when they take on the Philadelphia Flyers in San Jose.
0: Zachary, I'm going to look at the spread right now on that. I'll let you know what the spread is, and let's see. Go on. Continue with your thing, and I'll let you know. Okay,
1: so uh, if they don't win that, Robbie, then they have the Oilers. They're going to lose that one on Thursday. (laughs) Vegas Golden Knights Friday. They'll lose that. They have a chance against the Ducks, and then I'm seeing loss against the Panthers. Oh. The Blues loss against the Canucks. Possibly winning against Montreal. They got a lot of losses coming up in their schedule here. But tonight is the night they get it done.
0: San Jose Sharks. Plus 164 money line. They're getting one and a half goals.
1: Yeah, which would make sense to be the underdog. But that that's actually not very big odds. Like That just shows you how shitty Philadelphia is as well, too. So let's see, boys and girls. Will the Sharks get this motherfucker done tonight? Well, we're going to find out at 1030 Eastern Standard Time.
0: Zachary, since we're live, we could do one of two things here. Number one. I could bet on the San Jose Sharks right now or number two. I put all 20 down on anything in roulette.
1: Well, honestly, it, you'd probably have a better chance of winning if you put it all on something on roulette, but. All right, let's do it. So, you know. Someone tells me that the 0-10-1, dude, they got to win a game at some point.
0: At some point, it'll probably be against the Oilers, ironically, though.
1: Well, you know what? Yeah, I do do it on roulette. You're like, you're thinking a number or you're doing like a color?
0: Know yet? I mean, my DraftKings sportsbook fucking thing just fucking froze. I don't know if the fucking casinos are listening to me or not, but I'm gonna fucking reclose and reopen it.
1: Well, Robbie, yeah. while you're doing that, let me just take uh, some time to uh let you know that we have concluded our hockey talk for the day. There actually wasn't as much as I thought there was gonna be.
0: Well, what about Frederick Anderson?
1: What about Freddie Anderson? What clots? Oh, I didn't even know you had blood clots.
0: Yeah, I sent that to you on Twitter. when did you send it to me? earlier today.
1: Oh, I haven't checked. Oh, that's uh
0: I sent you a shit ton of
1: messages on Twitter today, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's why that's why half of them I don't even see.
0: All right, here we go. Okay, so the numbers have been 13, 21, 28, 21, 7, 25, 14, 5, 7, 29, 5, 00, 0 13, 6. So it's been predominantly red, and they're spinning it right now. I'll let you know what it lands on. Da-da-da-da. Black fifteen. Whoa, I'm not picking a specific number to throw twenty dollars on you
1: fucking animal. Black fifteen, you're gonna win seven, you're gonna win seven hundred and twenty bucks.
0: Oh, I'm not doing that. No. It landed on a black number six. Are we going black or red here? Are we going black or red?
1: Um, I don't know. Once you go black, you never go back. Red 26, according to Ryan.
2: All right, we're doing
0: 20 on black. Here we go. Three.
1: Okay, well, Ryan, <laughs> he said, fuck you. 20.
0: Here we go. All right, and around, around, and then here it goes. Where it lands, nobody will know. This guy's fat as fuck, but I hope he gives me money. Let's see where it goes. Here we go. Here we go, Zachary. Here we go. Here we go. And the wheel spinning around, 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 around. And the ball, the ball slowing down. It's slowing down. And
1: it is. Drum roll, please. Landing.
0: Red
1: thirty two red. Mm. Well, Ryan, should have listened to you, Ryan. Ryan, I told him for you, buddy, you should've listened to him. Now Robbie, how about how about we do some NBA talk so I can go to goddamn bed and rest off this this flu. Cause I'm starting to fade. Robbie's dead over there, folks. Robbie's dead.
2: Damn it. God fucking hates me.
0: Sue some NBA talk. Okay.
1: Trying to find your little Snapchat notes here for NBA. Because I just put the season has begun. Okay. Um, well, first, but Robbie, what do you have here first? I got it. I'll leave
0: it. I'll lead it. Ladies and gentlemen, in case you were living under a rock and you didn't hear what Zach had to say last Thursday, the trade is official. James Harden got his way once again and is a Los Angeles Clipper in which in return, the 76ers get Robert Covington, Nicholas Batum, Marcus Morris, and some picks, including some pick swaps. And in return, the 70 or the Clippers get PJ Tucker and James Harden. PJ Tucker is definitely a nice little piece addition for defensive purposes. How this will work out is to be determined. They're saying Russell Westbrook will run the point. Kawhi, Paul George, and James Harrell will play off of Russell Westbrook. Um,
1: By the so, way, Ryan, congratulations on being the uh, one of two 2-0 two teams in fantasy basketball so far this season. Welcome one. to the club, brother. We'll see.
0: Um, I don't like it, dude. I really hate this Clippers team now, and what doesn't help is that Paul George is going to be a free agent after the season, and we see that Paul George and Russell Westbrook have clicked. I don't know what it is. They They've always clicked together over the time OKC to now with the Clippers. And the last thing they need is James Harden interjecting that James Harden is an offensive fucking wizard. Now I have questions, dude, because let's be honest. You have four players that once at their peak were MVP. Two of them did win the MVP. Yep. You know what I mean? So. I don't know how Ty Lu's going to make this all work. If Doc Rivers had a hard time handling James Harden, I can only imagine what's going to happen with Ty Lu. I don't know. I don't like the trade. I think that both teams didn't benefit from this trade whatsoever, and I still stand by my Joel, Joel Embiid prediction that he'll get traded by the trade deadline or by the end of the season uh, uh, when the season ends. What else we got going on here? Well, I'll tell you
1: well, what. Well, well, before you do that, uh James Harden did in fact play his first game as a Los Angeles Clipper yeah. last night. Uh, putting up 17 points, three rebounds, six assists on six for nine shooting, two for four from three with a steal. So not a and a couple turnovers to go with that too. Not a bad game for James Harden to start off his Clipper career.
0: But they did also lose. Um they did. let's yeah. talk about the uh the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies got off to a terrible start in the season, 0-6. Dylan Brooks is gone. The key additions were Marcus Smart and Derek Rose into the offseason. They are without Stephen Adams and John ja Morant. They're now seven games this season because they got their first win, I believe, against a Trailblazer. So they're now 1-7. They got 18 more games until John ja comes back, and I'm sure they keep looking at the calendar like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up.
1: Yeah. And not only do they lose Dylan Brooks in free agency, but he's actually looked very good at the Houston Rockets so far this year.
0: Oh, that is when Steph Curry's not making him look like a fucking fool
1: well Steph Curry can make anyone look like a fool
0: and honestly I'm a fucking I'm a retard I put $20 okay. down in roulette instead of $20 whatever the max is for LeBron over in points
1: you probably can do the alternate spread and really crank that puppy up
0: yeah because he said he's looking forward to clamping up LeBron today good luck with that you stupid moron uh, the Boston Celtics have just looked absolutely incredible as we also predicted yeah um, they haven't lost a step, and barring any injury, because we know the injury history with Kristaps Porzingis, um, this is the team that's going to win the NBA Finals unless Porzingis gets hurt. What else we got here? Uh, I'm doing this off-time. Julius Randle?
1: Yeah. That's another one you had in here. It was Julius oh, Randle. Oh, my who... God. I got. A I, saw, fucking I saw a funny fucking tweet about Julius Randle when they posted his first like four or five-game stat lines, and it was like four for 15, six for 15, Twelve for fifteen, and motherfuckers like this guy's stats look like motherfucking tour dates. <laughs> I was like, that is actually so true.
0: So bad, bro. I gotta see if I can find it. I don't think I'm going to.
1: He had a good game yet. He, he had a good game against the Clippers, though. Finally.
0: Yeah, finally. But like the thing that's really disgusting is Jalen Brunson had over forty points in one of the games. I can't find it here. I don't think I liked it. Um, he had over forty points in uh in a game. He took a risque shot in the final two minutes of the game. It was against the Milwaukee Bucks, but I mean, he was clearly your best fucking player on the court. So what does he do after that? Walks back on defense with an attitude, like a fucking, like a little bitch, like a whining little pussy. Um, this is with Julius Randle. When things don't go his way, he just throws a little temper tantrum, like a seven-year-old fucking baby. Um, and Knicks fans are probably hoping that it's not a trend with Julius Randle. First year with the New York Knicks, Julie, um during the COVID season, Julius Randle was incredible, was getting MVP votes following year. Suck dick. Last year, he was great. This year, sucking big cock again. So um if I'm a Knicks fan, he better fucking smarten up. But the best player for the New York Knicks this year, it hasn't been Julius Randle, clearly. It hasn't been Jalen Brunson.
1: I, I know who it is. Say it. From north of the border, RJ Barrett.
0: R.J. Barrett has been an absolute stud, and he also just became the fastest player in New York Knicks history to 5,000 career points.
1: Damn right. he is. He's a man on a mission this year. A man on a mission.
0: He is making that next step that Knicks fans have been waiting for for the last few years.
1: Can we also talk about a man making a bit of a next step so far this year, Robbie? Yeah. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes has finally taken that little next step to becoming. Yeah, he should have took last year. Like, exactly. But you know what? Hey, we'll, well, we can write last year off. He's looked by far the best Raptor so far this year. I mean, he's leading this team. Pascal Siak looked fucking terrible so far yep. this season. Yep. It's been Scotty. Barnes Scotty Barnes is making a name for himself here in Toronto, and I'm loving the way he's been playing.
0: How about Big Dick? How's he doing?
1: You know what? Grady Dick, he's had a, he's had a few spurts. He's had a few spurts of greatness. I don't think he's getting the relatively too much playing time, but so far so good. He hasn't really blown me away with anything, but he's doing all right. Oh, pause! Yeah, you sucked. Jesus Christ. You said it, not me. Robbie, the last thing that you have here on your basketball list here is how long will the Chicago Bulls be patient?
0: Let me tell you something. I was watching the game against the Brooklyn Nets, dude watching them play basketball is so dis- hard to watch. It's bad. They, they don't have a playmaker on their team since Lonzo has been out. And that's why they look absolutely fucking terrible. I think I said in the offseason where they should have tried, just gotten someone like a Ricky Rubio. And I think they're going to end up blowing it up. I think Zach Levine will end up in one of the three following destinations. I hate I'm not trying to be a homer, but I feel like this team is always going to have listed because they're looking for like the one star, the Brooklyn Nets will be one of the teams involved. The Miami Heat will be one of the teams involved. And the Philadelphia 76ers will be one of the teams involved. I don't think you're going to get a lot of DeMar DeRozan. Do you know what year DeMar DeRozan is in the NBA?
1: He's got to be at 14 now. 15. Year 15 for DeMar. Damn, he's been fucked. That makes us feel old. Think about it. When you have a
0: players-only meeting after the first fucking game of the season, that's not a good sign. That is not a good sign by any stretch of the imagination and uh, they could only be a matter of time until they say, you know what, we we just got to start over again. We might have pulled the trigger a little bit too early. Chicago Bulls remind you, let me remind you before Michael Jordan, laughing stock of the league, Chicago Bulls haven't been relevant since Michael Jordan and Derek Rose.
1: And it's looking like we might be approaching that sort of meteorocracy level from Chicago yet again.
0: I think so. Um, I want to mention the Brooklyn Nets really quick, Zach. Not because of a Homer thing, but I thought the best player for the Brooklyn Nets this year would have been Mikkel Bridges. Brooklyn Bridges, but it's not best player for the Brooklyn Nets this year by far. Cam Thomas, this dude, Zach. I I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean. Holy fuck. A lot of teams had an opportunity to draft this guy, and they passed him, and this guy is a bucket. And one thing that always stood out to me, because I don't think he meant it, when they asked Kevin Durant about if the Brooklyn Nets don't win a championship, will it affect his legacy? His answer was, that doesn't define my legacy. Helping my teammates out, people like Cam Thomas are a part of my legacy. And Cam Thomas, dude... Is leading candidate for comeback player, like most improved, an All Star, and let's just say he keeps up this crazy pace that he's already out. Zach, he'll make first, second, or third All NBA team. He might get votes for MVP. He's been fucking nuts, bro. He's averaging thirty a game.
1: Thirty early on in the season, but you know what? it is. It is a. But I'm watching deck.
0: I'm looking at some of these shots and I'm like, oh, that's a fucking ugly shot. And it's fucking water. It's fucking pure swish. No rim. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it, but. Here
1: I am. I thought you were a fan of a good rim job. Oh, my
0: God. Anyways, the Nets in every game they've played this season haven't gotten blown out except for one game against the Boston Celtics. And I'm not overly mad about it because they sat Ben Simmons. They're without Cam Johnson. They're without Nick Claxton. Claxton could be six to eight weeks. Um, I'm not disappointed with the start of the Brooklyn Nets thus far this season. The only thing I will mention is in these final four minutes of the fourth quarter, they're trying to find a closer between Mikel Bridges and Cam John, or Cam Thomas. They have a closer on their team, but they're not familiar with his work with the Brooklyn Nets in the past. I don't understand why Spencer Dinwiddie's not getting these final minutes in the fourth quarter. Spencer Dinwiddie has hit we so many. We just want to take this moment shots. to
1: salute you. Oh. Greatest fans oh. in the world. Oh, oh, my. Who is that?
0: Siano, Marcuzio. Marcus, we hope you had a great stream. Hope you had a great stream, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning
1: in. Damn it, Mark, you sexy bastard.
0: Well, he made a valiant point. He's like, every time you join my screen, you're always subscribing. I'm like, you know what? You're right. I am. I <laughs> Why am I looking at my bank account it's so fucking long because I'm getting all my money to Marcus? No, I'm just kidding. But thank you, Marcuzio. Thank you so much.
1: Um you're the goddamn man, Mark. You are the goddamn man. I-
0: I want to see what happens when this Brooklyn Nets team gets healthy and um, see what they do. Once the trade deadline comes around, cause I'm sure they might try to make some sort of move.
1: Well, we'll have to just wait and find out later on this season there. And Mr. we will. Robert. And I'll tell you what,
0: Zachary, I think you and I in our NBA standings for the Eastern conference had the Raptors at 11. They could sneak in. They could sneak in.
1: Yeah. Right there. Scotty Barsky is playing the way he's playing. We get a little bit better play from Pascal. Who knows? At this point, I don't want to sneak in. I'd rather them be shittier than bad than good. But I will Just have to wait and see what happens. And now
0: we stick with basketball and we turn it to college where college hoops is officially underway. And ladies and gentlemen, we have an upset in the women's side and in the men's mm. side. The Jeez, women's side, the reigning, defending, undisputed NCAA women's basketball champions of the world, LSU, Number one, go down to number 22, Colorado, not led by Deion
1: Sanders. Number 20. Oh, fuck, I was close. Anyways. Yeah, and that LSU team's got that one. Uh, I can't remember. It's like Haley Van Lith, I think her name is. And I would literally, I would do anything to lick you, this girl's you, asshole.
0: You would tongue she punch is, her fart, fart box. You would tongue Oh, tongue my her God.
1: Part. After, after she had Manchu walk, I'd stick my tongue in her ass. Are oh. you kidding me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Zach, have you eaten ass before?
1: See. No, but I definitely would yeah, I, I would I'd make hers my first in a heartbeat. I would do it after one of her basketball practices.
0: Oh come on, for stop. stop, and I thought I was a disgusting fuck. Oh my <laughs> god. What? <Well,
1: laughs> I don't see what's wrong with that, man. Have you seen what this chick looks like?
0: Would you do it if she ran a marathon in Death Valley
1: and she survived? <laughs> I would I would devise this contraption um, where I could clip myself through without adding on any extra weight. And I would literally have my tongue in her ass for the whole duration of her jog through whatever area you just said. (laughs) And another cool fact about her is she's a female basketball player, (laughs) not a lesbian. So that's a rarity right there. That's a rarity.
0: Oh, my God, Zach.
1: Yeah. It's like you've seen, you seen that fucking family guy clip about the WNBA. Oh. And it's like, but is having, it's like, it's, uh, and at the end of the first half. Dad, Dad said, she'll shit
0: all over your ugly face. Yeah,
1: I, I saw what he said. <laughs> like at the end of the first half, the one team leads 16 to 14. Uh, Easton is the leading scorer with four points. That's why she commands $7,000 a year. Is <laughs> having this little skill worth being so unattractive why don't we just ask the fan and it goes to the crowd, like, yay! just one one solo guy in the crowd
0: yeah they they got the mets triggered one time in case you didn't know they um family they, they made a little thing like all right the season's underway the pitch is uh, there's the pitch and the season's over <laughs>
1: yeah, It's fucking family guys the goddamn best but that yeah. is a uh, that um, is a, a a terrible way to start the season if you're number 1 lsu
0: Yes, it is, but they'll, they'll work their way back up. It's not like football yeah. loss is going to cost you the season. Uh, but on the men's side, number four, Michigan State goes down in overtime against James Madison. It's a good year to be a James Madison fan. They take down the number four team in the country. They're 9-0 and in football this year, but I'll tell you what. Michigan State, I don't know what it is with those boys during the, just the can't it out. season, but I'll tell you what, come March Madness, if they can make it this year, they 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 make a good run for the money, but. To lose in overtime, not good luck.
1: Not, not a good way to start the season there, folks. Not a good way to start the season.
0: Nope. Um yesterday at Gamble Pavilion in Stores, Connecticut, the Yukon Huskies ray, well, it was already Rosen, they unveiled their fifth national championship banner in the Rafters at Stores. And Zachary. I think I might go to the XL Center on Monday because Stores is off the Yukon campus. And then about 20, 30 minutes down the road, downtown Hartford, where the Whalers used to play hockey is where they play basketball. And I'm thinking I'm going to go on Saturday.
1: Well, yeah, I thought you just said Monday for a second. I was like, all right, well, I guess we're nope. swapping this next week's episode. Nope.
0: Um, I think I'm going to go head over there Saturday and uh, see what this team's going to catch be. some hoops. Yeah, catch some hoops. See, uh, see how dominant this team is. And then also check out the new bar they added on to the Excel Center.
1: And enjoy a couple of beverages. You know, I think I'll be taking it nice and easy this weekend. I need to just fucking chill out. Yeah, no shit. I'm sick for like a month straight, and I just think it's because I haven't given myself any chance to rest. The last couple of days I've been doing a lot of resting and I'm feeling yeah, a lot animal. better.
0: Um Kansas man, uh Kansas Jayhawks headsman, basketball coach Bill Self has signed a lifetime contract with the Jayhawks. Yeah. To- what is that? it means that he can be with the Kansas Jayhawks for as long as he pleases to he retired. It's kind of like what John Calipari has with the University of Kentucky.
1: Well, I guess if it works, you just keep going with it, I guess, right? Absolutely. Uh, LeBron
0: James told reporters that Bronny will have a checkup at the end of, November, uh, end of the month, November, to see if he's cleared to return to practice. If cleared, he intends to return to game action this season for USC.
1: He's a goddamn warrior. He's a goddamn warrior.
0: I reckon he is. Um, I'll tell you what, Zach. Oh, I don't know if we ever mentioned this on the pod, but the number one recruited college athlete heading into next year, Cooper Flagg, who looks like he's going to be a one-and-done most likely, has decided he will commit to the University of Duke. And I'll tell you what, Zach. I think the final two were was Duke and UConn. And I'll tell you what, I'm not upset that he didn't choose UConn because the last thing I want UConn to be is a one and done program because look what's turned look look what's happened to Kentucky, look what's going on in North. Yeah, Chicago. they
1: don't they don't win they don't win anything anymore. Those one no. and done programs. So um, you have a team like UConn has been together for four years. They build chemistry. They
0: at least two years even
1: because yeah.
0: I, Jackson I think was there for three or four years. Same with Senogo. Clinton again returned for a sophomore season. He could have went to the NBA. Who knows if he does after this year? It's to be you know determined. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't want that reputation for UConn where it's the school of one and dunks. It's the last thing they need.
1: Yep, no, I hear you on that one. So, uh, Zach. Oh, there, there, but there's one more thing before we, uh, we're keeping in college. I just have one little tidbit uh, for NCAA football news. Uh, it has not come out from Shador Sanders himself, but according to Dion Sanders, his father, uh, Shador Sanders will not be opting in for the NFL draft this season. He will choose to play for Colorado again next year. Now again, that has not come from Shador's mouth. That has only come from his father Dion's mouth. So we'll have to wait and see for the official announcement, but it's looking like uh Shador will be not joining this year's NFL draft, which is extremely quarterback uh heavy and will save himself for next year and if he's playing the way he's playing, could easily be a first overall pick in next year's draft.
0: I don't think it's a bad idea to uh stick around for a little bit if I'm uh Mr. Should we well, here? and
1: I mean now that now that they can pay guys in college I mean the kids going to make a fucking bag and a half so
0: yeah and not to mention too um, if we really watch a lot of these Colorado games this year Zach it's not the offense that's the problem the defense fucking sucks for Colorado yes, right? it's horrific so yeah. I mean most of it is the Colorado Buffaloes that were you know selected before Deion Sanders so got to be patient with Colorado and see what happens because if I'm not mistaken they're supposed to be they're trying to leave the pack 12 we gotta be patient with Colorado, to see what happens.
1: Yep. Yeah. And that that's all I got for us for today, Mr. Robert.
0: No, well, Zach. And I think that's all I got because I'm fucking exhausted as well. I'm not sick like you were, but I'll tell you what, you definitely were dealing with what I dealt with. And you know what, Zachary? Everyone in the chat, say a prayer for Zachary. Let's hope he gets well soon. And uh Thursday will be uh, another big episode. Um, yeah, folks, thank you for tuning in with us. We're gonna be back on Thursday. So we got one day to rest. And we'll be back here at Thursday to talk to you, motherfuckers. But until then, if you have the strength, Zachary, if you have the courage, if you have the enthusiasm, it is time for you to know your role and take us out.
1: Well, folks, you heard the man. Uh, I will do my best to be 100% recovered by Thursday. I'll be taking my vitamins, especially some vitamin C.
2: And did- Thank you,
1: folks. <sighs> Fucking God damn it. Thank you, folks, for tuning in to yet another episode of the Sports Cave. And there's only one thing left to say, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck Brian Cashman. Fuck Brian Cashman and stay sexy, Sports Cave.